Welcome to episode 2, season 11 of The Versatile Writer, providing support and encouragement to writers and creatives. If you listen to season 10, you'll know that in this season I'm continuing with the alphabet. That is, I'm taking each letter of the alphabet and using it as, as a prompt related to writing and the writing world. I generally talk about it from my own experiences because I truly believe that if it meant something to me, it will mean something to other people too. If I've found a way around an issue, it might help others. I've had contributions from Zelma from the Facebook group Arcane Quill, so big thanks to you, Zelma. Before I begin, though, a bit of housekeeping. I record my podcasts next to a sometimes open window in my office, which is next to a bird feeder and a road. So at times you'll hear birds and vehicles. The information shared within this podcast is, I believe, more important than the polishedness of the tech. But I quite like the sound of that. It's kind of raw. You can subscribe to this podcast for free and have it arrive automatically when it's published. Please tell your friends and family about it because you never know if it might speak to them. Lastly, you can further discuss topics I raise on here on its dedicated Facebook group. The links are in the show notes or you can type the Versatile Writer podcast group into Facebook search bar. So here we go. Today I'm touching on quality, question everything, quiet, quirky, query and questions and in R, reviews, reading and read through. Q is for quality. Let's start with this. Really easy, really simple. The quality of your work will reflect on you. Make sure it's the very best it can be before it goes out to the public. Q is for question everything. Let's jump in with this one from Zelma. Question everything is possibly the best advice for a writer. Let's imagine the scenario. You come up with an idea for a story, but you need to question aspects of it. And that leads you to more questions, which you answer. Then that will develop into another area that requires questioning and so on. The thing is, some of this is needed to form the story. Some of it is research to help make that story robust. And some of it isn't as significant, so will get left on the cutting room floor, as they say in the movie world. And that's okay. You can't include everything but you can ask questions to get those answers so you can develop your story into the best version of itself, back to that quality mention. So yes, absolutely question everything. Thank you, Zelma, for that one. Quiet. Q is for quiet, another from Zelma. Sound is a big deal to creatives. Sound, or even lack of it, can help us think, and with thinking comes creative endeavours. Some of us require silence to write, while others need the loudest music or everyday noise before they can even think clearly. Years ago, I used to write on my laptop in a cafe near where I lived. I was able to slip neatly into my fictional world and write for a couple of hours at a time while the chatter of people and cups clattering on metal surfaces went on around me. It was all white noise, and that kind of noise helped me focus. I managed to write quite a bit. Occasionally you'd have someone see you were in deep thought and nudge you to ask what you were writing. Of course it's tricky because you're in thought, but I always responded with a smile and told them it was nice to have someone take interest. Usually afterwards they would then let me get on. Nowadays I have a dedicated room at home for my work so I write from there and it's much rarer for me to go out to a cafe 
to a cafe to write unless I need to hash out an idea using a pen and pad. I generally have classical music playing in the background, which significantly helps me focus on whatever I'm writing. What works for you, noise-wise? Why don't you let me know in the Versatile Writer Facebook group? Q is for quirky. You may have heard that some creatives can be quirky individuals, and it's right. I heard one author will only use a specific pen when jotting down ideas. Another will only use a specific mug or glass to drink from when writing. Some only write while drinking alcohol and others won't touch it when writing at all. These are all preferences that could be seen as quirks. For myself, how I dress and present myself is quite quirky. I deliberately wear odd socks, for instance. I have my reasons. Ask, if you like. I make some of my own clothes too, and those tend to have a quirk, such as I use writing-related printed fabric, so pretty much all the clothes I make have something book-related on them. I post a lot of the pictures of them on social media, so feel free to take a look. I also dye my hair bright red, and I wear it spiky, and I'm into wacky coloured tights and short skirts. I believe colour in clothing says a lot about the person and how they express themselves and their businesses. Gone are the days when creative professionals were expected to wear grey and black suits when working, just because that's what office workers did. A splash of colour also tends to wake people up, which can be a brilliant marketing tool. It's interesting to know that dressing and being quirky doesn't necessarily mean you're an extrovert. I'm absolutely not one at all, though I do have some subtle extrovert qualities. Mostly, though, I'm an introvert, as are many other writers and creatives. My writing processes are quirky too. You recall I said I used to work out of a cafe to write. Back then, it wouldn't have been unusual to see I'd kicked off my shoes and had bare feet fixed to the cafe floor. Ew, you might say, but my feet were clean, I promise. I suspect it was mostly about being in touch with the ground and grounding myself. I never realised I did it either until the end of the writing session and then I'd be ready to go and realised I hadn't got my shoes on. If you've ever read the second edition of I've got a pen and I'm not afraid to use it, you'll know that I've employed several different ways to create a book, most of them pretty out there. What are your quirks? I'd love to hear them. You can let me know in the Facebook group. Q is for query. This is when you introduce yourself and your work to a literary agent with a book proposal in the hopes they will like it enough to represent you. If you're intending to do this, it would be sound advice to suggest you keep to the facts. Don't overemphasize aspects of yourself. That is, don't come across as arrogant and focus on what makes you the right person to fulfill the pitch. I'm taking a quick break here to invite you to join my newsletter community. It's free to join and you'll get a monthly email that includes behind the scenes information, regular writing opportunities and exclusive offers. If this sounds like something you'd like to have, visit www.loveofbooks.co.uk and click on the free to you tab. At the bottom, you'll see the subscription button. I hope to have you on board soon. Right, now let's move on to R. R is for reviews. Book reviews are a big deal. If you've read a book you love, chances are you'll want to tell the world. Writing an online review of it will help you highlight the book to others and will also help the author be seen. 
You can imagine with the millions of authors out there, all vying for the attention of would-be readers, your review may well help that author be seen by more pairs of eyes. If you've read a book and absolutely hated it, yet you still want to tell the world, I would ask you to be mindful with your words. Yes, it's a tough world out there, but we don't all have to be horrible to each other. Remember, the author has put possibly years into that book, and whether you loved it or hated it, a respectful, even constructive review would be more beneficial than a hate-filled one. Just my thoughts. In my last non-fiction book, I've got a pen and I'm not afraid to use it, I dedicated a whole chapter to the delivery of feedback. It's worth a mention that not every creative is made of steel. Some of us do have a heart and feelings. While you may hate a book and feel the need to review it for the world to see, perhaps delivering that review in a way that you'd want to read about your own creations would be better received. And I say this totally realising and knowing that a lot of authors do have a tough skin and they can totally take it, but some of us are a little, a little more sensitive. R is for reading. Ah, with the right book, some stories are incredible. There's little worse than saving a book for a specific time than throwing yourself into it, only to find it wasn't the one advertised in the blurb. That's so disappointing. However, if you found a book, or indeed an author, whose style you adore, then there's few things better with which to use your time. Reading can take you to other worlds. It can make you fall in love. It can help you escape, inform you and educate you. Reading books is one of life's greatest pleasures, right next to writing them. R is for read-through, indeed the final read-through. Ah yes, we can spend massive amounts of time on writing a book and to some extent becoming blind to its contents. But that final read-through before it goes off to the beta reader, the editor, the publisher or the printer is quite the experience. Knowing that any issues will be picked up only after you've sent it off is frustrating to say the least. Final read-throughs also provide a satisfied feeling of closure as well. You've spent a lot of time with that story, so handing it over to the next professional in line can feel like relief. If you trust their abilities, and why wouldn't you? They will highlight to you what doesn't work and where any typos are giving you time to fix them before the book goes to the next stage of publication. If this is where you are right now, as you listen to my voice, congratulations and do let me know about the book and your experiences of writing it. I wish it well as it gets welcomed into the world. Right, that's all I have for episode two, Q&R, of the Versatile Writer this week. I hope you stick around and join me for the remaining six episodes in season 11. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so it appears automatically for you and tell your friends and family in case it appeals to them as well. This is a free podcast filled with tips and advice and provides support and encouragement to writers and creatives. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Versatile Writer.